Hi, I'm Ann Hillman with Alaska Public Media's Solutions Desk, a look at what's working to make Alaska communities stronger. There's a traditional foods movement happening in Alaska. Dietitians, administrators, and others are trying to get more wild foods like moose, berries, and beech greens into healthcare facilities and schools. In Kotzebue, the long-term care facility is leading the way with their state-certified meat processing building, the Sigluck. Things like caribou and trout are regularly on the menu. But there's one food that elders really, really want, and they aren't allowed to have. Seal oil. Seal oil has been implicated in a lot of botulism outbreaks in Alaska. That's Chris Denkmeyer, the environmental health manager at Minilek Association in Kotzebue. There's a long record. In fact, some of the earliest records of botulism were from our region back in the 70s. Botulism is a bacteria that causes nausea, vomiting, blurry vision, even muscle weakness and death. I mean, this it's a very potent toxin. It's deadly. And Alaska has significantly more cases of botulism than other states, mostly because of fermented foods and sometimes because of seal oil. So serving seal oil in nursing homes and schools is illegal, except during potlucks. Chris's colleague, Cyrus Harris, says that's a problem because seal oil is a necessary condiment in his culture. It's a delicacy. It's what our elders are really um, need, needing, you know, and they, that's what they were raised with. So together, Chris, Cyrus, and others are developing a plan to certify seal oil. And over here, we're, um, we're working on our seal oil experiment. Cyrus opens up a chest freezer at the Sigluk and points out bags of slick gray and black spotted frozen seal skins. My job was to get some seal, seal skins and seal uh, with blubbers. They're, they got the blubbers attached to them. So there's four of those in here, the seal skins and blubbers. Cyrus has been making seal oil his entire life. He cuts the blubber from the skin, chops it into small pieces, and puts it into a container to let it render into oil. Sometimes he stirs it. Sometimes he adds older seal oil to speed up the rendering. But now, when he does it inside the Sigluk instead of at hunting camp, every part of the process has to be documented. That's where Chris, the food safety expert, comes in. Chris shows me around his tiny lab. The most important piece of equipment that we got right now is the pH meter. In order to serve seal oil at the long-term care center or at hospitals around the state, Cyrus and Chris have to develop a food safety plan. It's never been done before for seal oil. No one's ever really documented scientifically what's going on from the transition of seal blubber into oil. They're working with scientists from the University of Wisconsin and the Kodiak Seafood and Marine Science Center to figure out what makes seal oil potentially dangerous. They're measuring temperatures, water content, and pH. They're sending samples to labs out of state to document the microbiology. Chris will even film the weeks-long rendering process with a time-lapse camera. They think that as long as the seal oil gets down to a pH of 5 or less and doesn't have any water in it, it's safe to eat. But they have to prove it first. It's, it's the, hot, the hot button item that's prohibited, but everybody eats. So there's a safe way of doing it, and that's what we're just trying to prove. Chris says they've been working on the project for three years now, seeking collaborators and designing and running the controlled experiments. 
They've played with ideas like adding lactic acid to lower the pH, or trying traditional methods, like jump-starting the rendering process with older oil, like Cyrus suggests. But all of those options could affect the taste, so they'll face another necessary hurdle. There's going to be a taste test in the end for the elders over there to get their uh, seal of approval on, on our seal oil. Once the process is fully documented and a food safety plan is laid out, Chris will apply for approval from the state. Then, their plan could be used as a model for other facilities that want to serve seal oil and as guidance for seal oil rendering at home. Hungry for other great Alaska solutions? Subscribe to the Solutions Desk podcast on iTunes and NPR One, or go to alaskapublic.org solutions. Thanks for listening. I'm Ann Hillman.